Welcome to the musings of Dirtbag Duke. This week, in this episode, I should say, is uh, going to be pretty interesting, I guess, from a news standpoint, more or less. A lot, of, a lot of things to cover, I guess. A lot of th- things to bloviate about. To uh, a few topics, I guess, to cover. So. Let's get into it and get going. Uh, last week's pretty interesting week around here in the state of Iowa. Uh, you know, they had the one year ago, 2020, the derecho that came through and uh, did extensive damage, which is a major understatement. We had a, a major storm, though, that came through there, that derecho did a lot of damage and uh, carried on, I guess, into several other states before it uh, finally <clears throat> ended. But, uh, uh, you know, that, that was a one year ago last week. And and um, I guess from my standpoint, uh, you know, didn't quite see as much uh, up close and personal of the, of the damage, but still kind of got to experience what it was like to be in the middle of that and uh, sitting there in, in the uh, front room uh, office at, at home, um, watching the neighbor's deck furniture go flying by and really not, I guess, understand, or really, I guess, didn't, um, I guess, know exactly what was going on at that point until I, until I saw, like I said, dirt, de- deck furniture flying around like a, a scene from Twister, uh, and, uh, you know, got, got a, opportunity to, to watch that in the, in the trash cans, uh, flying around his trash day was on uh, that Monday and and um, you know picking up after that aftermath and and again not seeing the full brunt of it until I got out and, and got the chance to kind of go drive around and and see what was going on and and just the the damage the extensive damage that that storm had had um, done it was was just amazing to see uh, uh, on such a local level so that was a, a year ago last week and also, I guess we were on full display here in the state. Uh, the um, Field of Dreams game. And, you know, that kind of um, was interesting. You know, been a baseball fan. Uh, grew up baseball fan and really enjoyed watching it a lot back in the 70s, 80s. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of... Of, of players at that point, at that time, I should say, that really had some interesting cast of characters, I guess you could say, and, and really just uh, between the, the Monday night baseball and, and Saturday morning game, Saturday game of the week, uh, just got a lot of opportunities to watch a lot of baseball, and, and there's so many players, too many to name, of of just those those athletes that, um, that played that sport and, and done so well at it, and and so seeing that that game, I didn't watch the whole thing, but being able to catch part of that game uh, last week was was really was really interesting. And seeing um, you know what was going on over there with that field and that stadium, and 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 just the the watch the game, and you know for all the things that the negativity that's kind of surrounding MLB and kind of the um, really kind of got away from their roots. I personally believe just it, it um, 
you know, it was a good game, and they did a great job of, of putting it on. And, you know, despite, like I said, all those mistakes, you know, it, it, it was fun to watch and, and maybe a little bit over melodramatic with some of the production of it. But um, still, nonetheless, it was it was very cool. And, um, you know, that was a little bit kind of funny that, you know, hearing that they were zip tying corn stalks up because of a, a storm that had blown through there and want them to stand pretty tall and things that they were trying to do to get those uh, stalks to grow taller and, and be taller um, was was kind of interesting, but you know, it's it, it, the frustration that that I'd seen and, and experienced. I guess was um, with with MLB wasn't completely resolved, but uh, from a personal standpoint, you know, it was neat to see and it was great to see the state of Iowa on on display. But you know, I just I just really feel like you know beyond just the the political stuff going on with them you know they just really have taken a lot of the fun out of watching baseball I had the chance to go check up a triple a AAA game out here recently minor league team and 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 just I don't know it just didn't seem the same you know no sell no sunflower seeds no you know they had big net up around it and you know the whole most the whole field is and I think it just takes away from that personality with it and, and the safety thing sure you know I get they want to but it just really feels like it's just changed the game and 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 maybe I'm you know putting a little bit too much into it but um you know just really just not interested in in, in catching the uh, a live game if they're if it's just not going to have the 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 feel of a game that's um that it's always been and, and all the popularity with it you know and and over the years and and, and another thing is is that I've really uh, been kind of stuck on was is, is Pete Rosen in the Hall of Fame uh, you know have don't I'm not going to go through all those numbers the numbers that he has speak for himself and there's no doubt about it that that his numbers and who he was as a player uh, qualifies him to be in the Hall of Fame but that sticking point, as we, as everybody is, knows, that pays attention to these type of things, knows that it's the, it's the betting, it's betting on baseball, betting on his own team, and you know, just kind of the whole way that he reacted to that, and 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 I have gone back and forth on it quite a bit. I was pretty pretty adamant there for a lot of years that he should be in, but then kind of his his unwillingness to kind of admit some of that stuff and unwillingness to repent it sometimes and say that he was wrong and that he shouldn't have done that and those things, you know, kind of, and just his attitude toward it kind of, you know, pushes you toward that other, other way. But, you know, in the, in the, when it comes all down to it, I think the hall of fame is kind of, um, overrated. Let's just say overrated, um, when it's very subjective on who gets in there and boils down to whether or not these baseball writers uh, like you uh, or whether or not they got along with you. And then, you know, did you have decent enough numbers to, to make it in? And, and I, I guess I'd like to see it be less of, the, of, a, of a Hall of Fame type of a deal and more of maybe a museum and open up, you know, two, three, four, five of these across the, state, of the country and put more memorabilia in it. Um, but it just seems like when you got guys that are going in that have had other issues in their past, 
Um, mainly the biggest point finger pointing goes to those guys that are in the steroid era and using steroids and, um, you know, them getting in or possibility getting in, uh, you know, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to myself and a lot of other people on why then you would continue to hold out, um, against Pete Rose. I mean, put an asterisk in there. I don't care. Put it, put the, put the notes in there or whatever, put a, put a story in there about how, that you know he he was a great player and that he had a lot going for him until he decided to um, you know do something that he shouldn't have done and that was bet on the game of baseball and it, sure he you know uh, can't argue that Pete, Pete Rose is a jerk you know he's an ass uh, that he's a degenerate gambler whatever you want to say okay but the fact of the matter is though too is that he is a Hall of Fame quality style a quality baseball player based on his based on his numbers and just the based on um who he was and how he played the game i mean anybody with a nickname charlie hustle I mean, come on you know um it, it just makes sense i guess at some point that he needs some kind of recognition with that um and like i said be create a museum or whatever uh but you know, maybe you said get rid of the Hall of Fame just because it's just it's just so arbitrary, and you know it's there's there are guys right now that should be in there that aren't, and there's guys that are in there that probably shouldn't be in there, and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I really honestly haven't been a whole big, not a big fan of the of the NFL uh, Hall of Fame either. You know, just think again the same kind of thing. So uh, just interesting to see what. Um, becomes of that down the road and, and is there an opportunity to to get get him in in there and then also bring some fun bring some excitement back to baseball uh let's do this uh baseball uh, field of dreams thing a couple more times let's see what we can do let's get some more teams in there and, and and have some fun with it and put on display that that field and that that intimate setting and in in a smaller field and you're up closer to the to the players and to the game and really enjoy it from there. A couple more things before we end it for the day. Uh, switching gears a little bit, just really, you know, um, upcoming football seasons is upon us. College football season especially, I really, really enjoy that and just have some mixed feelings about that. Um, but really enjoy the, the, the long summer and the long days and spending time outdoors, but you know, really also enjoy that college football season. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens this year uh, with some of these um, potential realignments, uh, realignments down, that are down the road. You know, what happens to those conferences this year and next year going forward um, and who, what kind of alignment is going to take place. And then overall, who's going to come out uh, as the top team in the, in the national championship. And I guess it's not – putting myself there too far out on a limb to say that really think that Alabama is probably the, the front runner, the, the one that has the most opportunity to, to win that national championship. I feel like that they just really haven't fallen off <clears throat> with their players and, and continue to build and rebuild. And, and I, I think overall, um, you know, they got that best opportunity. And I will say that I do follow them. I enjoy watching them. I do root for Alabama and, and, um, but I really feel like overall uh, that they just have that that opportunity to, to really uh, get out there and win those games this year and go into that championship with those games 
<clears throat> extended games and, and looking at uh, uh, defending that title and winning again. I'll close it out today, kind of, again, shifting gears a lot, bouncing around, a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of interesting things to, to again, just uh, kind of share an opinion on. But I um, found this on Zero Hedge. I want to close with this one today in the show, but uh, in the podcast on this one. Uh, found this, again, on Zero Hedge, zerohedge.com. Very, very interesting uh, individual there. Uh, has a pseudonym. Um, but uh, Tyler Durbin, that's his... Uh, his uh, pen name goes by Tyler Durbin and, and just puts out a lot of interesting things um, economically and, and some of the news of the day. But they had found some data and, and, and provided this data, and I'm, I've seen it in a couple other places. But it was interesting to see that I believe it was back in May there, June time frame, there was 9.2 million job openings, 8.7 on the unemployment rolls. There's actually more job openings than on the employment rolls, unemployment rolls, I should say. And that was very intriguing to see that there was that many people out there or many opportunities to work. You know, I guess that that seems to lead toward that there was a lot of people that were working two jobs or uh, multiple, maybe three jobs, holding down three jobs. And uh, because a lot of these were part-time or waiters or uh, waitresses or, or wait staff or whatever and working in a full-time job and then a part-time or a couple part-times. But anyway, either way, um, you know, to see that there has been that big of an impact on these jobs because there's so many companies and businesses out there today that are, that are you know, cutting their hours, reducing their hours, shifting some of their hours because they're unable to keep full staff. But when you got, you know, eight, um, that many people on unemployment and that many job openings, you know, even if it's a, a, a one-to-one ratio, that's huge. But when you've got more uh, job opportunities and, and, and less people unemployed than, or, than, than are their job opportunities, man, that's just really quite the uh, inverse in, in, in numbers. And, you know, how many people, how do these people that are not on that unemployment rolls that aren't working, how are they surviving? You know, what are they living off of? And, and that's just intriguing to me. But I'm going to get out of here. The train's coming through, making a lot of racket. Hope you're doing good. Hope you stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon.